for God so loved the world. That is the beginning of the most famous quote in the entire scripture. For God so loved the world. Welcome everyone to Wednesday with the Word. I am Vernon Sheridan and I am the man with the unscripted voice and I want to thank you for joining me on today. You know, Wednesday with the Word family, for God so loved the world. That has so much meaning behind that, that he loved the world. But it's in addition to him loving the world, he also acknowledges in Psalm 24 that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. And the world and those who dwell therein are his. Because he founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. It says so right there in Genesis, in the beginning, God created. Genesis 1, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. Yet and still, in Psalms 24, it is his. He founded it upon the seas and established it upon the rivers. For God so loved the world, he founded it. He established it. Then he created it because the earth was without form and was void. So nothing was in it. It was just dense and darkness that filled the space we know as earth. We argue back and forth about the, the formation of the earth, whether it's round, whether it's flat. And according to scripture... The Lord took the water that was below and put it above and called it heaven. So that not only do we have water under our feet, we have water above our heads. I don't know why there is an argument about the world being round or being flat. If he founded it, he created it. He established it. He made it. It's his. It doesn't matter. It does not belong to us. It belongs to him. He so loved the world that he created it. He put his hands into the darkness, the form and the void, and he created something. He cleared out everything that needed to be clear out so he could have a clearer picture of what he was going to do with the earth, which is why he said, let there be light. Because not only did he establish it, not only did he found it, not only did he come up upon it to create it, the Holy Spirit himself hovered over the face of the deep. And then the son of God was called into the presence of creation. There was no argument Wednesday with the word family. There is no argument at all. 
We have the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit within the first two, three chapters of the book of Genesis. The Father came upon it. The Holy Spirit hovered over that which was the deep. And the Son of the Most High was called into the presence of creation. For God so loved the world. He loved it so much traveling pulpit. Wednesday with the word family. Forgive me. I got a little bit excited. Wednesday with the word family that he created it. Just like a puzzle. He put all the pieces out in 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 front of his presence and he began to put them together. He began to put the corners together to form the foundation to make the cornerstone of its dwelling stand. Then he took and made the land come from the water. He did all these things by calling it into existence. Then he brought forth the fish of the sea. He hung lights in the sky or overhead. He put animals on the dry ground. He put animals in the sea because he so loved the world. He so loved the world Wednesday with the word family. He created people. Not only did he create animals, but he created people to have dominion over the animals, to have dominion over the creation. Wednesday with the word family, he so loved the world. He so loved the world. And the reason he so loved the world was because he created it. Everything he did was good. Everything he created was good. Everything that his eye sought to do and his voice yelled out the command and his hand went forth and created all of that was good until it wasn't until there was a time when what he created, he became disappointed in. He became disappointed at man, not at the world he created, but he became disappointed at man because of how his creation turned its back on him and began to live in a manner that was directly in disrespect of what they were created for. But he so loved the world. He so loved the world that he said, man shall not dwell with me for long. His years are 120. And he destroyed the entire population of mankind except for eight people. Eight people. He spared eight people and animals of each of its kind on the earth. And he destroyed the rest. For God so loved the world that he destroyed the sickness of mankind. 
to bring about healing in the earth. For God so loved the world that he even knew that the man he saved was just as sick as the people he destroyed. But the man he saved was obedient and listened and did his best not to live a life that was directly in disrespect of his creator. But even he had his problems. Even he had his faults. And so the world became corrupt once again. For God so loved the world that we are in the day and time that we are in right now. And the world is no longer going to be destroyed by water. No, this time is going to be destroyed by fire. Because what he is going to do. He is going to remove this time. Those that he is going to save those that he has promised a new day. He's going to remove those from the earth rather than saving eight people in a boat. Every man, woman and child has an opportunity to call upon his son's name, Jesus, and have that opportunity to save themselves. So when that day comes, they will not be burned in the eternal fire that is going to engulf this earth. For God so loved the world, he's going to cleanse it by fire. Then the people that he removes, he's going to return. And the things that were once a hindrance to mankind will no longer exist in the new world that he is removing the people from who call on his son's name for their salvation so that they will be able to live in peace with him forever and ever. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whosoever shall believe in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Is there one, is there one today who is willing to say for God so loved the world that he's willing to save a sinner like me? Is that you? I made that commitment a long time ago. He created the world. He loved the world. He gave his son for the world and I give my life to his son so that when he removes me from the world, I'm being protected, not destroyed. But there are those who are going to remain on the earth to be destroyed, not realizing that the fire is what cleanses. You ever cleaned your oven, that oven gets so hot because heat destroys the germs, the bacteria that is in the oven. So when this world goes up in flames, it's destroying the disease, the sickness, the bacteria, all of those things that cause mankind to fall short of God's glory. But it's going to be cleansed. It's going to be sanitized. It's going to be fit for living once again on this earth for God so loved the world that he gave 
his only son, the son that he's called into the, the appointment of creation. His son, he called into the appointment of creation. And his son is the one who is going to gather us together. Because he knows when the fire is going to take place. He knows when the cleansing is going to take place. And he has to remove those who has accepted the opportunity to be removed so that when the sanitation and the cleansing comes, we will not be a part of that, that cleansing process. But fire is what's going to clean the earth. It's going to clean it once and for all. And I just want, want one. I just want one to give their heart, to give their life, to give their commitment, to give their all. To the Lord Jesus Christ. And if that is you. If I'm talking to you today. Wednesday with the word family. Romans 10 9 says. If you confess with your mouth. That Jesus is Lord. And believe in your heart. That God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. You will be a part of. The removal team. You will be. You don't even have to pack your bags. Wednesday with the word family. All you have to do is be ready. Be ready when he comes. We don't know. It's not our job to know. Our job is to prepare. Is to prepare. You know when you're going on vacation and you have to get all of your socks, all of your your your, your clothing, all of your shoes, all of your, your hair care products, your beard products, your, your soaps and you know your, your oils, your, your perfumes, you have to get ready to go on vacation. Wednesday with the word family, all I'm telling you is we have to get ready for removal. We don't know when the removal comes, but we know that we are going to be removed. So rather than waiting to be removed, let's get prepared to be removed because we know the date that we go on vacation, but no one knows the date when we are getting removed. No one. But it's going to be a shock. I'm talking a literal shock to those who are not removed. To those who have heard the word for God so loved the world. And yet and still did not believe that he gave his only son to the world. So those who believe in him will not perish but will spend eternity in the new earth because the old earth is going to get burned up. It's going to get cleansed. It's going to get wiped out. There will be no more parasites. There will be no more disease. There will be no more anything that can bring separation. To God's creation. The earth. Is the Lord's. And he established it. Because he founded it. Wednesday with the word family. I want to thank you so much for the opportunity. To come and share with you. What was on my heart. 
just just to to give you that midweek motivational message to those who are being saved and the opportunity to hear the awareness of what's about to happen. We don't know when. As I said before, I have been on this earth for 51 years and I was hearing this message then as a as a little child growing up that I'm talking about now as an adult to this day. But one thing that we do know from generation to generation, our God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, is faithful in giving us the the opportunity to receive him now. You know, tomorrow is not promised. You know, it is not our job to make someone. All we can do is tell someone. And as you go about your day, Wednesday with the word family, tell someone about the goodness of the Lord. And if necessary, use words. For Wednesday with the word, I am Vernon Sheridan. I am the man with the unscripted voice saying thank you. Thank you for just the opportunity to come and share God's word with you. God bless. And I look forward to doing this with you on the traveling pulpit on the Sabbath, if it is the Lord's will. Also, you can find us on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at Traveling Pulpit Ministries. God bless. Have a great day. I love you. Bye for now.